Hello, fellow Rebel Capitalists. Hope you're well. So <laughs> we got some fin twit drama. That is for sure. I responded to a tweet from my good buddy, Doomberg, and uh, I was very critical of Michael Saylor. And uh, Michael Saylor chimed in and responded to my tweet. And then we kept going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And the, the tweet thread, if you will, kind of went viral and has been getting a lot of uh, engagement, for lack of a better word. And so let me go ahead and share it with you. And we've come to some pretty, um, well, we came to a conclusion as to how we can work out our differences. And I think this is something that you'll be very interested in. So let's dive into it. And I'll tell you how we're going to uh, duke it out, <laughs> figuratively speaking. Let's go over to this tweet from my good buddy, Doomberg. And he says, my thoughts on this guy, talking about Sailor, have always been and always and only been limited to the prudence of using his publicly traded company as a vehicle for a leveraged bet on a dollar price of Bitcoin. And I responded by saying, my thoughts I've always been limited to him telling people to mortgage their house to buy Bitcoin. No matter how bullish you are on something, that is totally inexcusable. Boggles my mind. Bitcoin community has given him a free pass. And then I use this um, as an example. I think uh, as you will go through the tweets here, Sailor thought that uh, I was getting this off of Twitter. I actually didn't. I got it off uh, uh, some other website but or some I don't know if it's CNN or something like that, but maybe they're getting off Twitter, to be fair. So then uh, you had people like this guy that wrote the, the Bitcoin standard um, chime in and uh, uh, talking about a lot of stuff that um, will take us down a completely different tangent here. So <laughs> let's, uh, uh, let's see if I can figure out this, how these threads work. Here we go. So then uh, Sailor chimes in and says, this is a malicious distortion of crypto promoters' intent on undermining Bitcoin. The assertions are created by their marketing departments and amplified through Twitter via their bot armies in the hope that real people like you, he's talking to me, uh, will, will repeat them and legitimize the lie. He says, if, you're, if you review my interviews, you'll see that my comments with regard to credit and property are more nuanced. In the event of financial repression or hyperinflation, it is unwise to sell scarce appreciating property in order to pay off low interest rate, long-term mortgage. So at this point, I, I read this and I don't, I didn't, I understood what he is saying, but I didn't realize he was disputing the fact that he said this in the first place, and, and this meaning take out a mortgage to buy Bitcoin. So hopefully, let me open this up, and here's how I respond. I said, uh, my issue is, even with nuance, it's a huge gamble because the asset you are purchasing, i.e. Bitcoin, doesn't throw off cash flow to service the debt while you wait for inflation and the bet only pays off if the asset you buy goes up with the rate of inflation, which is far from certain. So what I'm saying here is you're, you're, you're taking on an additional payment every month in the form of a mortgage. So if you borrow, let's say $100,000, uh, or if you leverage your, your house, let's say you got 100% equity, 
you borrow against your house hundred thousand dollars to buy Bitcoin. Well, now all of a sudden you've got a I don't know, let's just call it a thousand dollar a month payment. And uh, you've got to take that out of your income. So you use that to buy Bitcoin. Now, Bitcoin doesn't pay you to own it. There's no cash flow. There's no dividend. There's no rent check coming in. So now all of a sudden, that mortgage payment, you got to pay that out of pocket. And the pushback would be, well, who cares? Because Bitcoin is going to go up so much when we get all this, quote unquote, money printing that even if you can't afford to make the mortgage payments anymore, you can just sell your Bitcoin at a huge profit and you're going to be better off. And you see the the error in the thinking there. Number one, they're thinking in terms of certainties, not probabilities. And it is not a 100% guarantee that Bitcoin goes up, even with the rate of inflation. So you're taking a huge risk, right? And I pointed out further, in this next uh, tweet, that's an example. I said, someone takes out a mortgage by Bitcoin, but can't afford to service the debt long-term. Idea is Bitcoin will exceed rate of inflation. And there's a 100% chance of inflation. This is them talking, not me. So I'll be fine because I can always sell Bitcoin to cover debt service, meaning those monthly mortgage payments. Then we have inflation and this happens. So I point out a chart where in December 2021, or since that time, inflation has been at a minimum of 7%. Uh, we would say, I don't know if 7% is the number, but when we get up to 8 and 9, this is all-time high inflation going back 40 years. You, you have to go back to the, the early 80s, late 70s to see this level of inflation. So at any point in time, if your argument is that Bitcoin is always going to do well in an inflationary environment because people, because of Gresham's Law as an example, where people are going to get rid of their dollars and buy Bitcoin because the dollar is being devalued. Well, we should have seen that happen to a certain degree uh, during this time frame. You say, George, well, gold didn't go up that much. Oh, right, but you're pricing gold in dollars. Let's look at gold denominated in yen. Let's look at gold denominated in euros or, or, or Colombian pesos, for heaven's sakes. And then you would most likely see gold go up at a very similar rate than uh, compared to their the overall inflation that we're experiencing globally. It's just with the the dollar that it didn't go up. And I would argue because it ran quite extensively before then. But even if it didn't, you're, you're looking at a 5,000-year time frame here where Bitcoin, maybe in the next 5,000 years, we'll see that it is a good inflation hedge. But you just don't know that just because of what the price has done over the last 10 years. That would be like assuming that 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 Tesla is a good inflation hedge just because it's done better than the CPI over the last five years. But I don't think anyone would argue that it would be a good idea for you to mortgage your house to buy Tesla shares, right? Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks, and big governments, 
Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. So during this time frame, when when theoretically, if you were to listen to the Bitcoiners back in 2021, Bitcoin should have exploded higher, should, should have just skyrocketed in all currencies, not just a dollar. But then we have Bitcoin go down from, let's call it 50, to where it is today at 16, right? So, and and again, you could say, well, gold uh, didn't really keep up right, but gold didn't lose what, 60, 70% of its value, for heaven's sakes. And I have never, ever, 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 or and you guys know this well, I would never tell anyone to mortgage their house to buy pretty much anything, especially not gold, for heaven's sakes. No way, absolutely not. The only thing I've ever said for people who say, hey, should I mortgage my house if I really want to invest? I said, I would advise against it. But if, you're, if you have to do it, you got to make sure that you buy an asset it pays you enough to cover your mortgage cost plus some. So as an example, if you had a, a house, you had hundred percent equity and you're like, I want to buy a rental property. So I'm going to go borrow against my main house to buy the rental property, but your mortgage payments, a thousand bucks and the positive cash flow coming in from the rental property is 2000. Okay. You got to be careful with that. You got to make sure that you're a, a pro and you know what you're doing, but that is something that I would personally consider for my own portfolio buying gold or Bitcoin or something like that, that doesn't pay you to own it. That, that is completely out of the question. And that was my point. And you can see why, because for the retail investor to do that, you know, they're going to get caught with their pants down, meaning that they're going to have to keep making this monthly payment. And all of a sudden they're going to say, Holy cow. It's just like buying a property with negative cash flow, just assuming that the appreciation is going to go up. Well, what if it doesn't? Well, now all of a sudden you're left with this payment that you can't make. And the, the price of your asset goes down by 60%. You have no other choice but to fire sell it and realize the loss. That's the risk here. And that's what I'm I'm pushing back against. Now, Sailor chimes in here and he says, I have not recommended that people take out a mortgage to buy Bitcoin. So I don't dispute your point. I've noted when mortgage rates are at 100 year lows, let's say 2.7% for a 30 year, that perhaps it is unwise to pay those mortgages off early by selling scarce desirable assets. So here, if this, maybe I, maybe all these videos of him saying that are wrong. And hey, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt here. Um, if, he, if all he is saying is that maybe you think twice about paying off the existing 30 year mortgage you have on your house or your rental property, I would not dispute this. And so then I come back and say, it pops up here, right here. And I'm you know, trying to take the high road. I apologize if I misrepresented your views. And in fact, I'm glad to be wrong. If I found out that Michael Saylor never, ever, ever went on record, never did a video where he said, mortgage your house to buy Bitcoin. And that was all just kind of tricky editing. There would be no one that would be more happy than, than I would saying, okay, great, great, great. This is good that we've got someone that's this influential, not only in the Bitcoin community, but in the financial media space that retail investors are really looking up to. 
And it's fantastic that he's not saying these things that I would consider um, dangerous, if you want to use that term, or at the very least, uh, irresponsible. So let me go back to the thread here. These threads are kind of difficult to sort through. Okay, in the sake of, of for the sake of time, I'll just go ahead and give you the punchline. After this, uh, Sailor said, basically kind of waving the white flags and, hey, I'd love to sit down and talk about it. Um, let me know if you're open to it. And I tweeted back at him and said, yes, I think that'd be fantastic. So I invited him on the show. And uh, to make a long story short, Doomberg is actually going to be joining us. Uh, I guess kind of how we're going to set this up. It's going to be a little bit of a debate discussion between myself and Michael Saylor. And then Doomberg is going to be on the live stream, assuming we live stream it, uh, to add his two cents and then to maybe moderate the discussion slash debate between uh, Michael Saylor and me. So that's the punchline. You guys can look forward to that. We're setting it up, uh, I believe, for December 19th. So make sure you stay tuned. And as we figure out the details, I'll let you guys know uh, when, like the time, and if it's going to be on the Rebel Capitals channel or the George Gammon channel. Uh, I'll keep you posted on all the info. So you can watch the debate slash discussion with myself, Michael Saylor, and my good buddy, Doomberg. And at the very least, I think it's going to be incredibly entertaining. And I think we're going to be discussing some very high-level topics. And uh, hopefully I can push back on some of his ideas, and hopefully he can push back on some of mine. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. See you in the next video.